Hello everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of Pokemon D&D with the Boarding Party crew. Today we've got Tia, Joel, Jordan, Kelsey, and Ben. And we're about to meet the characters that they're going to be playing over the next ten years. Thousand years? years. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, so we're going to start off with Tia. Oh, snap. Go ahead and introduce us to your character. Uh, just give us, give us the basics, give us a name, a little bit about yourself. Okay. So... I'm Phoebe Wilhelm. That's that is correct. Is um, my last name Shekel? <laughs> <laughs> is that what I told you? Is that what I said? Yes. So it's Phoebe Wilhelm. Uh, she works at a Pokemon rehabilitation center, and she has adopted ten Sweenum that were taken from a black market underground ring for their noses. And their names are <laughs> Nubster, Sylvester, Alfred, Timu, Nancy, Peppa, Jelly, <laughs> Raz, Rebel, and Sika. Sika! Timu's my favorite already. Peppa. I like Peppa. Nubster is the primo. He's going to be the one that's following me around on the adventure. Um, what else? What, what, what were they doing? Like why were why were there ten sweet of what was the ring? They're like harvesting their mm-hmm. hair. They said their noses. It got oh, real shot. morbid and oh, they just yeah. suppressed it immediately. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, it's for their noses. I'll reiterate. Noses. What would they want their noses for? Does it matter? Joel, they're sick. They taste delicious. Yeah. It's, it's like shark fin soup. Oh, it's the forbidden fruit. Why are we saying so depressing? Yeah, this is oh, the depressing. dark night version of Pokemon. <laughs> just, just for Phoebe. <laughs> yeah, just for Phoebe. It's super dark. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think that covers the basics. Okay. We'll bounce, we'll bounce around a little bit. Alright. Joel, go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you're playing. Uh, my character, his name is uh, Milo Ruder. Uh, he is a young lad. He's probably like 12, 13-ish. Uh, his family works for, they run a big mail business um, with a bunch of Pidgeys and Pidgeotos and Pidgeots and they deliver mail across the land. Uh, and so they're like the main hub of mail and kind of news for um, the city that we're all kind of starting in, which is Abercrag City. And so my family, they raise these Pidgeys and they send them out to deliver mail and then so myself and my brother uh, once we're old enough they give us an egg to hatch our own Pidgey and kind of get in the business so my brother who's older than me already has his um, and then I had mine and mine hatched and it ended up being a Murkrow and not a Pidgey Uh, and so my parents were pretty flustered by that because it's this long tradition of Pidgey mail deliverers and the they didn't want me to keep it, but I really wanted to, so I've kept him. His name is Monty, and he's my buddy, and I've been training him to deliver mail, so he's a little more slender and agile than a normal Murkrow is, just because all the training I've done with him. Um, and so my... Uh, <laughs> uh, 
kind of the rite of passage for Pidgeys is they have to do this uh, kind of really difficult mail route, and if they can complete it, then they're indoctrinated into this like Pidgey mail job. And uh, so I want to take my Murkrow and prove that he can do it. And so I'm going to be traveling with everyone trying to do that. Uh, and my parents are super cool with me doing it because they want me to fail. Because in their eyes, if I fail, then I have to give him up and get an actual Pidgey. So it's me and my Murkrow Monty, and we're going to be uh, proving the world wrong. Let's go. Very cool. Thanks. <coughs> All right, Jordan. <laughs> All right. Just a little bit about who you're playing. Um, so my character is CJ. Um, and kind of doing my own thing right now. Um, I don't necessarily live where I currently reside, but I'm out kind of in the forest doing my own little wild boy sort of situation. Um, I am like the same age as Joel, we're about 13-ish, 12, 13. Um, and I don't know, I was just kind of out exploring and one day I stumbled upon this Toto dial was near this lake and these dudes were trying to trap him and I was like I gotta stop that so I ran up on him and I wrestled with the dudes and fought him away from the Toto dial and kind of rescued the Toto dial but then when I went to see if the Toto dial was okay he decided to bite me on the arm and now I got a Toto dial fang stuck in my arm and that's kind of my situation right now I'm out in the forest with this Toto dial who trying to become friends with after he bit me. Um, and you're traveling Savage. to find out your last name. No, no. I, I know what my last name is. You just don't. <laughs> oh, alright. Already, you're pretty strong 13-year-old. I was you're gonna fighting say, off yeah. a gang of men. Well, they, they were like, they weren't like old He's a wild boy. They were yeah. like around the same age He's as me. They were just trying to trap this total down oh, okay. and take it. But still the, still, the prowess group. there. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm nobody kinda... suspects a wild boy. They just come running. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I, I'm not, I'm not doing a great job. Like I'm 13. I'm in the forest, like on my own for a while now. So I don't look in the best of sorts. I probably surprised them, and that was half the battle. Oh, Baba Yaga. <laughs> 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 Do you That's speak English? English? I do. Okay. I do. Full, full English yeah, speaker. Do you speak yeah. <laughs> like solely in grunts. Like, oh, that's gonna make this difficult. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I've been with. I'm calling him Crash, my Toto dial, okay. for a while now. So even nice. though he bit me and he is quite bitey, we're starting to be pretty good friends. Nice. All right. Kelsey, right there. Kelsey, a little um, bit about yourself. Um, my character's name is Tegan McKinley, and I am not from um, Amber Craig. Nailed it. That's the place? Okay, so I'm from a different area, and I'm kind of an orphan. Um, so as a child, my parents and I, we went on a lot of uh, adventures, and we were kind of the exploration kind of people, so we did a lot of outdoorsy stuff. Didn't know much about Pokemon, and then one day they just kind of vanished, so I don't know. They were confirmed uh, dead at one point. So then I went to an uh, orphanage, and it was pretty strict. They um, made me feel very uncomfortable all the time, and they were kind of mean. I didn't get to go outside anymore, and then there was like gals and shit like that. Sorry, uh, you have to bleep that out. Yeah. Um, um, and then so we said that we were gonna harvest swine up. Now <laughs> I think we can say shit. Okay. Yes. Um, yes, no, no, no. I 
was gonna say profanity. Yeah, that's the line. Right We're slaughtering Pokemon, but shit, <laughs> no, that's okay. where the line is. <laughs> well, someone cussed yesterday, and I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> anywho, they were pretty sh- shitty people, and so I left, and I went back to the last place that, um, well, one of our favorite places my parents and I liked going to, and. Uh, um, when I got there, because um, it was the place that we called home, we moved around a lot, so we didn't really have like a home. So it was like where we thought home was. And when I got there, um, I found a um, journal and this rock ruff that was um, wearing a necklace that I knew and reminded me of something. And then, um, yeah. Um, rock ruff is going to be Koa. His name's Koa. He's a badass. He's a killer of cuteness, so watch out. <laughs> And then, um, so, yeah. Killer of cuteness. Yes. Like, does That's not cute. like cute. Killer with cuteness. <laughs> <laughs> so much cuteness. the lives of cute Pokemon. Yes. Okay. Goodness gracious. Anything else? Do I need to say anything else? Uh, no, that'll do for now. Okay. Boom! Hello! Oh, that works really well. Yeah. <laughs> maybe do that. <laughs> maybe. Everybody knows. The entire time! <laughs> Here we go! No, we're just getting started. <laughs> I will never stall. <clears throat> Alright. Benjamin. Yeah, so my name is Ben, and I'm playing the character of Bentley Woods, who, like Joel, is a young Pokemon trainer just starting out on his journey. Grew up in the same town as Joel. We're like childhood friends, not super connected to the rest of the crew yet, but we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Uh, I am the only child of Tom and Helen. Tom is a world-renowned when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pokemon breeder who breeds Pokemon that have elite abilities specifically for trainers who want to battle at the highest level and my mom Helen works more with like blacksmithing and metallurgy and makes custom Pokeballs out of different metals so kind of like uh, (coughs) who makes Pokeballs out of the apricorns but like way more legit and far more expensive to buy uh, so, pretty pretty affluent family. We got two hardworking, badass parents, uh, and both of them, for separate reasons, have magmars. Helen has a female magmar that's in charge of heating up her kilns and whatnot for crafting pokeballs, and Tom has a magmar with flame body to help in hatching the eggs. And one day, those two magmars got together, did the nasty had a, a whole crop of magbees, and one of the magbees had a much larger right arm than all the rest, and because of that was shunned by the other magbees, and I gravitated towards this one because he was kind of ostracized from the group. So that's going to be my starter Pokemon. His name is Mortar. He's got some pretty brute force power going on, but he needs to hone that in and kind of figure out how he's going to control all of that power. Definitely. He's 
easily the the strongest of the of the crew, at least at first. Love that. <laughs> I mean, he's killing cute things, so... Is he a killer of cute? We'll have to decide. Is it cute enough? Just, uh, just <laughs> <not there. laughs> uh, So some of you covered my next question, but we're going to jump to the people who didn't. Tia, how are Phoebe's parents? Does she know them? How's the relationship? Are they close? Yeah, they know each other. Okay. She just moved away from home and is doing her place. Okay. So they keep in touch, but she's she's older than the rest of the group. Uh, uh, I don't know how old I said. Like 16, 16, 17. Yeah, okay. right. Also talk a little louder. On the, the cusp of adulthood. That's quiet. That's quiet. <laughs> 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 <All> right. <laughs> Hello! <laughs> um, yeah, so she knows them, but uh, I guess there's she has parents. Okay. Fair enough. Still louder. <laughs> Zola, tell us a little more about your parents. Uh, their names, kind of what they stand for. How's your relationship towards them? Um, my mom's name is Bronwyn. My dad's name is Chamberlain. He looks super oh, wow. yeah, high end. And my older brother, Tobias. Um, it's a funky name family. I know, right? Um, <laughs> They are really involved with everything that's going on just because they see a lot of mail coming and going because they have a direct hand in what information goes where. Um, so I kind of pick up on things like worldly events. So I kind of know what's going on in the world around us, maybe more so than everyone else. Um, I'm close with them and like they're helping me, but um, they still like they disapprove of Monty, my Murkrow. So. Um, there's starting to be a little bit of a divide, but with the new quest to go out and um, prove that he can do it, kind of like I said, they're super supportive of that because they think I'm going to fail, and I just want to really do it because I know we won't. And so right now we're, we're on good terms because everyone's getting what they want. Um, okay. My brother's a dick. But, uh, I don't get along so well with him. He's got his Pidgeys did really well, and it's a Pidgeotto now. And um, whenever we're out training, Pidgeotto is always being a, a douche to Monty and like tripping him up in his training. And so there's kind of a rivalry there. Um, is but your brother older or younger? He's older. Um, prick. Yeah, he's so rude. But, uh, and, and it's kind of the same thing, like, my parents don't do much, because, again, they're, like, they don't really, they want me to, they want him to fail, they want Monty to fail, so they kind of just let it happen, um, and so, yeah, I'm not a big fan of my brother. Okay. Okay. Jordan, do you want to say anything yeah. about your parents? I'll, I'll, I'll say a little bit. Okay. Um, I don't like my parents. Typical 13-year-old boy who's rebelling against his parents. Okay. Sort of situation. Sure. Happening over there. Very typical. Yeah. Wild boy. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really it. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> you two covered it. So you're you're pretty well set. I mean, dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, if, if anything dead. I would just add that uh, <clears throat> I like I'm kind of branching off from 
the family business on both sides to be a Pokemon trainer. Like, that's kind of my goal now. Okay. But I do have more of an interest in Pokemon breeding and would potentially want to do that moving forward. Okay. So that's kind of where Bentley's headed. Yeah. In the in the very long term. Yeah. Alright. Very cool. Um, how's Phoebe's general lifestyle growing up? Like, what's, what's Phoebe doing for fun? For fun. What is fun? She she's a weirdo. She's kind of eccentric. Okay. Uh, she's obsessed with like uh, flora, so so fairies. She's a fairy journal. Um. Also, just Pokemon in general. That's why she works at the rehabilitation place. She hangs out with the, the little clan of Swinub. Swinub. Yes. Swinub. <laughs> but it um, works. What else? Regardless it's... of the pronunciation, we're taking those snouts. <laughs> no! She's not <laughs> us! We're trying to keep them safe! Right, right. They're right. <laughs> um, And she is trying to investigate. This is sort of a tangent off of that, but um, she is trying to investigate what led to the, the ring. So, what. Of the, the screen of being sold in the black market, so that is like her goal at the moment. Figure out the why. Yeah. Okay. To get that's... a better idea, just to try to prevent it in the future. Okay. And so that's like sort that. of the short term. Yeah. Okay. Taking down black markets. Okay. Yeah. Once you hit that ripe age of like six, <laughs> eight, you start just wondering. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. Well, I mean, when Nubster's pathetic face is looking at you every day. Oh, I'm just like, I want to deliver mail. I'm going to stop illegal activity. Oh, shit. Wow, okay. That escalated quickly. Yeah. Let's see. Milo, how is, what's he doing for fun? Like, what's what's he doing when he's not training with Mirko, when he's not sort of working the family business? Um, there's not much because that's so much of it. Like that's just what I'm doing because I'm <clears throat> I'm so focused on getting Murkrow to that point. Like I want Monty to succeed so bad that like that is our free time. Like we go to school, we come home, we do our homework, and then we train because that's just our passion right now is to make that a reality. Um, on the times that's not happening, um, I'm usually over at Ben's place hanging out because this is way cool in my place. <laughs> and uh, Otherwise, off, I've gone, uh, <laughs> I do enjoy kind of exploring the nearby areas. Um, I actually, at one point, uh, which will, how we kind of met up, I, I ran into Jordan at one point. Uh, so CJ and Crash were not very receptive to our being there at first at all. Um, but repeated visits, I'm at least tolerated. I'm like someone filming a nature documentary, and like eventually the animals just allow me to be there. It's, it's, it's pretty true. That works. Yeah. Perfect. Um, we know we know a little bit about CJ's lifestyle, but how how would you say CJ and Crash get along on the whole? Um, started both very defensively from both of us. Like, I approached him, obviously, but yeah. it was only after I s kind of saved him from the two jerks who were trying to take him. But I think he still thought I was trying to take him, too. Anyway, we've kind of bonded 
by slowly doing things that he likes to do, like stomp around in the forest and <laughs> splash things and chase fish. So I've kind of we have a lot of the same hobbies. I've kind of reverted back to being very, very feral. I'm 13. I'm kind of jumping around in the forest. <laughs> you know, like angsty. I've been like just basically going away for like my whole I don't know last couple months. I just just doing my thing. Like it, to me, it sounds like you just you're lonely and you're like this is finally something that you kind of relate to and so you don't really want to be alone again. It very well could be that. I wouldn't say that. Um, CJ definitely wouldn't say that but outside perspective it's probably that. We're going to break through that hard exterior. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he, definitely, he definitely is looking for a home um, but he's also okay being on his own for now but he definitely has found something that he likes in Crash that he feels comfortable with and he wants to find out more about it and be okay with it. Would you say they get in a lot of scraps? Yeah, definitely. I mean, we just go around in the forest and around different areas and kind of like to... Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Get over here, Kirby! A little bit. A little bit. Does he listen to you when you fight? He's starting to. He didn't at first. Okay. Kind of just, just does did his own thing. thing, and uh, yeah. But he's starting to now. We are, okay. we're starting to You're develop a mutual level. respect because he sees how reckless I am, and he's reckless. So we kind of have bonded over that. So. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Tegan. Yes, sir. How's your relationship with Koa? Um, it's great. It's great. It's well, I like I said, I don't, <clears throat> I didn't know much about Pokemon. Okay. Um, growing up. My parents never really talked about it before they disappeared. So when I met Koa, he was actually the first Pokemon I'd ever met. Um, so I didn't really know how to take care of him or like nurture him in any kind of way. Okay. Uh, but I'm learning. Sure. Um, with the help of the journal that I found, uh -huh. um, and it seems to be from my parents. At least they left it there. So entry. Um, so with the journals kind of helping me, and then the hopes is to. Find someone who can help me take care of them. Okay. But it seems to be okay for now. Alright, so it's going okay. Yeah. Uh, would you say that you and Koa kind of pick fights or do you stay away from the combat scene? Um, depends on my mood. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> How cute the thing is. <laughs> okay. So, it's there. Bentley. Yes. How's your relationship with Mortar? Is he close to you? Is he. It's great, yeah, we're, we're two peas in a pod. Uh, I think because Bentley grew up under such a successful family, he became kind of introverted and shy and withdrawn just because he had to live up to this high standard with two very successful parents. And Mortar is kind of breaking him out of his shell a little bit. His hobbies were just like reading and writing, kind of introverted, studying about Pokemon before his journey. And now that he has Mortar, he's kind of becoming more outgoing. Okay, kind of breaking out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, does Mortar like to pick fights? It's kind of test his strength because he was bullied, or is he kind of over the whole? Um, he kind of almost echoes the introverted shyness because he was bullied and ostracized okay. by the other Magnies. But when he does have to fight, he 
can get in the zone very quickly. Definitely. Definitely. So he can he can oh, clock no. some skulls. We're not sponsored by In no way are we sponsored by In no way are we sponsored by Unless they want to sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> Which case, we will Gladly. show off those break <laughs> We will get in the zone. We will put them in here. Faster than morning. <laughs> your, your ad space. Yeah, right here. <laughs> <laughs> put that there. Yeah. <coughs> uh, that's perfect. So, we know a lot about Phoebe in the short term. You know you want to, you're investigating the ring of sweet of nose takers. Yes. Um, what is Phoebe's kind of long term? What does she want to do overall? Like as she gets older, does she have any aspirations? Well, she's sixteen, so not really. Set the tone for the thirteen-year-old over here. She's, she's pretty short term. She doesn't really know what she wants to do. Um, like she's just really focused on the the rehabilitation center and bringing those guys back up to where they need to be, and that's her passion for the time being. She's not really worried about the future. She, she's enjoying what she's doing now, so Definitely. she doesn't feel the need to <clears throat> worry about that. She's living in the moment. Yeah. Okay. Is Nubster the only Sweden <laughs> whose nose is kind of... No, they're all jacked up to varying degrees. <laughs> okay. Jesus. But Nestor is probably the worst. Okay. So he, he's he has, missing like half his He nose, has a big right? chunk. Yeah. yeah. So some of them got out pretty pretty good, but um, and they're also checked out. Okay. How's your relationship with Nestor? Is it better than the other nine? Or do you love all of your spin of sequel? It's a hard one. Yeah. That's a little. We're going to start getting into the. What is all the <laughs> no, I would say she loves all of them, but like cares about them all. But Nebster probably just because he's a little weird, like her. Okay. She's a little eccentric, and so is he. So they just they understand each other on that level. Definitely. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I've been doing it. Good luck for everyone. All <laughs> good. Okay. Uh, louder though. Okay. How is Nebster with? combat? Does he kind of shy away from it, or is he, does he have no. your back in a fight? Yeah. He's got your back? Yeah. Okay. He's, he's bitter. <laughs> he's bitter. <laughs> he's a crazy little baby. <laughs> yeah, he just a comes cray-cray. alive. Yeah. You can see his eyes in a fight? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the hair flops. <laughs> he's not on the level of maybe, like, Crash, where he's, like, He's not actively at speaking, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if something not shows like, up at his door. Yeah. Like he's not, he's not afraid to, to get into a little fisty cuffs. Okay. Very cool. Not at all. Fisty cuffs. I'm talking at my, how I was talking to Vikings. That's true. And that came out well. Yeah, I know, but you, like, you start good and then you never get Oh, okay. It's okay. Hey, look. Yeah. Would you say that on, like, a certain level, you wish that you just had a pigeon? Um, no. Not at all. <laughs> no. Next question. Zero. Easy. Not even kind of. Zero percent? Yeah, no. There's no. There's not a small part of you that just wishes life was a little simpler? No. I just, it, it was such a unique moment, like when the egg hatched and it wasn't a Pidgey, like, there was just <laughs> such an excitement there, like, I have something special, Yeah. and I want to make this work, 
and that was just such a strong moment that it's I'm, I want to make it happen. How did that happen? So like when that a man loves a woman. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Duh. But, um, these are facts that I do not know. Okay. Okay. Uh, how would you say your relationship is with Monty? You guys, you guys super tight? Monty and I are unbelievably tight just because no one else wants me to even be, well, I mean, my family wants me to be with him. So he can't really go anywhere else. Like the other Pidgeys aren't fans of him and my family's not fans of him. So he's almost by necessity like we have to be close okay. um but i'm super young and i don't really know what i'm doing and he has no idea what he's doing because he's just completely not attuned to any of this life um so he's very reliant on on me and so when we're training it's a lot of what i say like he's not really sure he's just following my lead but there are also times where i don't I'm not really sure what i'm doing and he like you're just so tight that he can kind of figure it out so we're both very reliant on each other and I don't think either of us could operate the way we do without the other okay it's not good news that you don't really know what you're doing because I've been leaning on you to teach me how to battle <laughs> I, I'm, I mean I don't necessarily mean it in that regard but I'm not getting a lot of assistance on like hey when you want your Pidgey to do this how do you handle it and they're kind of like figure it out it's part of the thing even though they tell probably the other people but because they want me to fail they don't so I'm forced to try to figure these things out and so in the moment when I'm trying to learn I don't really like I'm trying to figure it out and like Mirko kind of can attune to that and um, it either works out really well or he kind of gets flustered like what do I do tell me like I don't know and it, we kind of stumble okay you just say you guys are pretty good at uh, flying by the seat of your pants, just sort of improving as you go. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's just a lot of trial and error when we're trying to learn something new. So it's we're we're used to that like spur of the moment, like this is happening. Let's do this. Like this seems like it would work, and let's go for it. So you guys are pretty in sync with that. Yeah, mm -hmm. you can pick up when you're. When you're gonna throw out some kind of crazy idea, he's probably on the same track. Yeah, but almost to um, almost to a fault. Where like, if I was trying to do that with something else, or he was trying to do that with something else, it doesn't work as well because we don't have the other one. Okay. Interesting. Are you guys Pokemon cool with being in Pokeballs? Yeah. No, mine's never. I mean, I would also uh, agree that mine's usually out right. and about. More yeah. obvious, yeah. more yeah. but yeah. it's not like a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Also, too, because I have the luxury Pokeballs from the Madre. Right? Yeah, I was going to ask about that because if one of the dudes that was trying to get the Toad about had one, like, got it from him. Well, he dropped it. Oh. And I have it. Well played. And I, I, I don't feel like putting Crash in it. But I've gone well. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know if that was like a thing that you have to like work on. Or like if it's just like a, you gotta you gotta work on a lot, Mister Wild Boy. <laughs> well, yeah, I do. your number one hobby is stomping around in the woods. <laughs> you know, splashing around water. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> splashing around water, chasing fish. Those are the top three. Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's so good. It's a simple but fulfilling life. Hell yeah. When you're not crushing twigs in the woods. <laughs> I'm excited for us to meet to up with Mr. CJ over here. Are they supposed to? 
Um, yeah, that's that is typically sort of how it would work. Is your your buddy would sort of just have a Pokeball? They don't necessarily have to be in it. No, I <clears throat> Are we gonna talk about like ideal teams? That's my next question. Wow, beautiful. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'll start with you, uh, Mr. Bentley. All right. What is your ideal team of three? Oh wow. I asked the question and then I wasn't prepared to answer yeah. it. Like among us? Uh, what? Like no, like if, he, our, if you were to go out and catch <laughs> more Pokemon, like who's joining Koa? Who's his ideal team? I don't have. A, I can't I'll be answer real, that. I have no idea. Because yeah, I don't know Pokemon. So That's okay. I have an answer, answer for that. that. For Do you? Yeah, it's not what you think it is, though. Okay. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that I would maybe throw out there because Bentley is a bit of a night owl, likes to stay up late studying with. Magby, Mortar, uh, potentially catching a hoo at some point. Okay. Uh, but other than that, it's just going to depend on what we find out on our journey. But I would like to try and figure out some team synergy because I do intend to beat every gym and potentially take on the Elite Four. So I'm okay. going to have to have a team that has some good synergy, some, some good strength, so we'll see what happens. Two questions answered at once, I like it. I, I feel like, too, you have a lot of insight from what your dad is breeding for these top players, that you kind of have a really good grasp of, like, oh, this guy who's currently number one who ordered a Pokemon from my dad, this is what he wanted, so that's probably a really good one yeah. in that capacity. Or to how to beat what that's the demand true. has been. That's in. true. That's the reading shop. That's a yeah. good, good yeah. insight knowledge. Yeah. yeah. So I we might be able to help us out down the line. We'll see. <laughs> Definitely. Cool. What are Tegan's thoughts on like Pokemon gyms? Going in and battling a bunch of like top-notch trainers and then a gym leader at the end of that, where you would get a badge. What are your thoughts on something kind of like that, like a pro circuit of Pokemon training? I don't like them. Not a fan. No. Okay. I want Pokemon to just free, be free and do what they want. Totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fair answer. We're not, not about fighting. <laughs> not about fighting. Yeah. Okay. So but fighting is the last to, resort. Yeah. I mean, if we have to, because for me, I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, I walked around and explored rocks and trees. So me fighting is like running around with a tree branch trying to fight someone. But <laughs> Koa is very protective of me, and he kind of knows how to fight. So he sees me being an idiot. We can just step in. So fighting would be last resort for us. Okay. So, so it's really definitely not something you're seeking out. No. Okay. That's totally fair. CJ, I know you're kind of doing your wild boy thing. <laughs> out in the woods. Away from the civilization. But if you found yourself in a town, would you take on the gym? Would you see if you and Crash have what it takes? Um. Yeah, Crash would want to. Crash would be like, let's go. I'm ready to do this. And I'd be like... Are you? Do you understand what's happening? Because, like, I don't know. I understand what gyms are, and I don't like them, um, simply because I've, I've been around it before, and I don't like how it works or that side of it isn't, okay. isn't my favorite. But Definitely. Like, I, I, that kind of forced battle. Yeah, I fully I fully get it. Um, why people do it makes sense. I'm not the same. Uh, I will do it. Okay. Crash will probably want to. Yeah. Um, so we'll sure. we'll have that conversation. We'll figure that out. Okay. Um, and yeah, Crash is very into getting dirty. So All right. we'll probably get there. I think we're gonna have to take the wild boy under our wing a little bit. 
It's like, I'm not allowed that. I'm stomping in the woods. Does does CJ want another Pokemon? Or is he down with just Crash? So, right now, I'm cool with just Crash. Uh, it was never my intention to find a Pokemon or, like, befriend Pokemon. Um, it just kind of happened that way. Because, um, I don't know, in the past, I haven't been super happy with my experiences with Pokemon. Okay. Uh, it's been usually a negative thing for me. Sure. Um, and just things that I've witnessed. So, uh, I am not very trusting of Pokemon in general. Um, however, Crash is turning me around in that way. So he's like, I don't know, okay. we're, we're becoming friends and I'm like understanding <laughs> that Pokemon oh, you've got a lot of intrigue too. Yeah, so it's the healthiest unhealthy relationship. Absolutely. Because you're both growing, but in exactly. like a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> We're both very uncomfortable, but becoming comfortable. It's very weird. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so I know Milo and Monty have quite the journey ahead. they got to go to three major cities that are all very, very far from Amberton. Yeah. How does Milo feel about the gym leader challenges along the way? Uh... Well, just growing up and knowing Ben, I know uh, Bentley is going to do it anyway. Um, my brother Toby is doing it, so oh. and he already has a couple badges. And so I just feel like, because he's really the first one to try in our family, so not only if I can do both and upstage him in some capacity, <laughs> like it, it's one of those things where it's not my primary goal, but if we're there and Bentley's going to go for it, I want to root him on, and then I'm also, I'll try it, I'll go for it, um, it's also really good training for what we want to do, so there's, there's really no downside, and we're both up for it, because that just desire to prove ourselves is, is strong enough that we're down. Okay, okay, so you would, you're gonna do it just because it's on the way, and... Yeah, I mean, I want to, I want to support my friend Bentley, and, sure. uh, if I can get a badge that Toby doesn't have. I'm coming for you, Toby. It's all money. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's just it, it, to do to set out, prove that Monty can be a male bird and upstage my brother in some capacity would just be a dream come true. Sounds pretty good. Okay. So that's like I already want to meet him in a battle. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Definitely. So that's kind of your long term goal. Yeah, I want my biggest priority is proving that Monty can do it. But on the side, like just getting to where I need to go, there will probably be gyms on the way. And if Ben's with me, he's going to do it anyway, so why not go for it as well? Definitely. Okay. Phoebe, I know you work a lot in Pokemon rehab, getting, getting Pokemon recovered from big fights. How do you feel about the gym leader circuit? Is it something that you're wary to be a part of? Is it sort of a necessary part of life that you just let happen? Are you against it in any way? I'm not against it. It's more about the... I guess, for lack of a better way to put it, like, consent between the Pokemon and the trainer. Oh, boy. <laughs> like, they want, oh, no. they want to work with the trainer, so okay. it's not like the trainer's Crazy. like, you are gonna so go So as long as this. it's a healthy relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because that's, I mean, that's what some Pokemon are competitive. Like, okay. I have a feeling that the rehabilitation skills are going to be quite useful on our <clears> journey <throat> when we're doing things that yeah. we maybe you're not too skilled at. 
have the game. So. So I, I don't disapprove of it. It's like strength training. You know, you like build your bond with your Pokemon. And... Okay. No, I'm would not going to be signed waiver. Okay, I need your so consent forms. <laughs> Do you think that Phoebe and Nubster would maybe take on the gym challenges? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Just to, get, to get closer. And... Yeah. Plus, we're taking on a, a black market right now. So... You gotta be stronger. <laughs> you gotta compete. You gotta have some skills. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Okay. Does Phoebe have, like, a, a goal in mind of like catching another Pokemon, or is she content with ten Sweeties? <laughs> I mean, I'm totally cool with ten Sweeties, but I can only take Nubster because that's that's a lot to handle. I think you were you were telling me a while ago too that Nubster wants to come with you, but the other nine are kind of like uh, like support animals in the hospital, where they like yeah. go around helping. So. Yeah. They have a purpose to do when you're not there. Yeah, and he's the only one that yeah wants to really go. Um, I think it would be more dependent on if they they jive well with me, officer. Okay. So it's not really about a certain one. It's all about taking on the bomb. Yeah, I feel like are you in? Please <laughs> <laughs> sign here. Steroid charge. Steroid Charizard that signed the waiver. I just need the biggest onyx I can find to bring in bulldoze their building. <laughs> okay. So you guys have kind of answered the last question that I have for you, but we're going to just go around in a row, fired off, top of the dome piece. Tia, what's something that you want to happen in this game for Phoebe? What's something that would, like, if it happened, would just make it all worthwhile? Finding fucked up my sweet <laughs> Okay, finding the, the people yeah. that were... Okay. I'll come to my room. Okay. And it, it can be as simple as, as that. It can be, like, I want to accomplish my long-term goal. Totally fine as an answer. Milo, I have a your... question. Yeah. Is this, are you asking Milo or are you asking me? I'm asking either. Both. both. Either or both. You can answer however you like. I mean, Milo just wants to prove that they can do it. Like, I feel like, I'm, this is just, this could absolutely change down the road, but I feel like he's not as interested in other Pokemon because they just kind of get in his way of his goal, like, he just wants Monty to be the best, and, like, not be the best, but, uh, complete and prove that he can do it, so, like, if something else were to, like, present itself for catching, like, right now, he's just like, I, I don't care, it's not my priority, um, so if that's, he's a one-track mind, I want to prove that Monty can do it. Um, what, what do I want for Milo in this is a completely different question, and I'm... <coughs> I really don't know. There's there's so many things that can happen that uh, I would really love to just meet Toby. Just, just <laughs> yeah. Stick it to Toby. Like in a in a perfect world, just a, a sweep. Like he's got a team of three, and I've got Monty, and I just solo him. And just, <laughs> <That'd be sick. laughs> okay. Awesome. So you're looking for like one big epic showdown with 
Multiple I mean, big epics. I, I mean, I like it's, it's in this weird way. I don't even want it to be epic. I want it to be so underwhelming. Like just, I've looked up to him <laughs> this entire direction. time. Like he's, he's just this force to be reckoned with. And then I finally like am ready, and he is nothing. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm the best. This is such a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Go back home, Toby. Get out of here. Okay, <clears throat> Jordan and CJ, do you have a something that would just make this? the greatest experience. Um, I think for CJ, he wants to be okay with Pokemon. Okay. Because um, he's not, and it's such a big deal, and everybody's all about Pokemon. So he wants to be like okay with Pokemon and okay. understand like the good in Pokemon. Um, and I kind of want that for CJ, because uh, Pokemon are awesome. Okay. Um, and the fact that he doesn't think that is upsetting. And also just adventure and going to different places and seeing all the different things and just exploring, really. Experiencing okay. life. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm most excited for. Like, not this <laughs> angle, but just for what this is going to bring week to week. It's just what what could happen today, because yeah. I have no idea. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So just kind of coming around on, on the idea of Pokemon. Yeah. Okay. Because you've had so many negative experiences. You're looking to just move past it, grow as an individual. Yeah, currently right now CJ's like, Pokemon, I, no, I don't want anything to do with that, like it's terrible, and Crash is the only reason that he still has any sort of connection to Pokemon, and it's just getting stronger, and he's like starting to understand that it hasn't been what it has been his whole life to that point, and it can be different than what he's experienced. Okay. This <clears throat> is getting yeah, heavy yeah. already. Tegan and Koa. Ditto. Same thing. <laughs> Just um, I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I met you yet, but. <laughs> Dang, girl. <laughs> well, he said I was being serious. Well, lighten the mood here. Um, uh, since Tegan doesn't really know anything about Pokemon, I think in general, she just kind of want to get to know more about Pokemon. And with the journal that she found, the place is kind of like her home. Her, her parents vanished. And it's left to her from her parents so she's kind of like wanting to um, I guess live the life that they wrote about and there are things missing in it so she kind of wants to discover what those things are um, and answer some questions about why Koa was with it um, in general so I would say just kind of trying to figure out her, her parents and maybe the mystery behind why they managed it Okay. The circumstances of why they did. So cracking that case yeah. would, would just make it all yes. pretty awesome. Yeah. Where, where did you find this journal? In the grove that um, my parents and I would visit often. Very about my hands. Sorry. Um, the grove that we would visit like all the time. So there was a tree that we carved our initials in, and there was like this little compartment where we put stuff in, and it was in there. Oh. And Koa happened to be there. Like he was in the tree, or he was just in the area. He was in the area. And like when you were there, he. Just stumble on each other, sort of like that situation. Um, kind of. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, there. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. So tough act to follow. Ben and Bentley. I'm. I know what your goal is. Do you? But <laughs> for everybody else, what is something that would just kind of make your week? If it, if it happened in this game. What's something I could provide for you that would just be 
Well, I think for for Bentley, just beating these gyms with Milo. Nailed it. Uh, and then also tracking down this horrible mafia black market gangster squad. That sounds intriguing to me. I would like to take that down because that sounds super sketch. Um, maybe at some point, too, having Papa Tom breed Bentley a, a second team member would be pretty nifty. Uh, potentially. And then just from Ben's side of it, I'm just excited to play. I want to Get down to it. Let's let's do this thing. I mean, let's be real. We've been planning this for like it's been a while. Nine it's been months. a long time. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm excited just to roll some dice and play some Pokemon. Let's Woo. do it. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, at this point, I'm gonna kind of open the floor. Do you guys have any questions about where you're starting? Um, what you can do? How how this is gonna work? I would I would just ask like if. Drew could give a quick general overview of Ambercrag, the starting town where everybody's kind of either living in or around. Just to yes. when, we're, when we're starting, are we all together? Yes. Already? Yes. Okay. We'll all be together already. Kind of so a little bit do of I need a framework sh- of yeah, should we do I, yeah, should we have to talk do about this that? first and then we okay. yeah. no. so I'll give you a little bit of a layout of what it is and then we'll we figure just out. Met. <laughs> just now, it just happened. All right, Drew's given layout. So the major talking points of the town. There's only a handful. It's a big town, but it's mostly suburban housing. There's a lot of mining that goes on, uh, mostly in tandem with the Woods family producing all those Pokeballs. Um, typically, they're using the amber found in the mountains that, that the town is named for. So most of the the Woods family kind of trademark is going to be that kind of orange-colored amber Pokeball. It's, it's kind of like an onyx color on the bottom, like a nice black with the orange top, uh, very crystalline structure. Um, so they can look a little funky, but they're very distinctive. Um, and these guys are found everywhere. Like, there's a pretty decent chance that any given trainer either has one or knows somebody who has a Woods Family Pokeball because they're just kind of a like a standard almost. Question: this, staple yeah, in town. Do they export? They do. Pokeballs? So they're everywhere. They are everywhere. Okay. They are Helen in- Woods is making bank. Oh, so much money. Money. Her, so these, so these guys are rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be here. Question: Yeah, um, are these like just? everywhere like Nikes or is this like if you have it it kind of shows a little bit about you as a person it shows a lot about you as a person so they're it's not they're not like insanely common or like just youngster Joey's gonna have one yeah it's not like all the the youths are gonna have them but any like celebrities are all about it um, any kind of pro circuit trainer is gonna have at least one um, it's sort of like a status symbol it's it's like a Rolex Kind of where it's like nobody really cares, but if you have one, you're like they, they, they can afford it. Typically, Not with these, so very expensive. Very, they're very with the gym trainers and those like celebrity trainers you were talking about. Would those Pokeballs signify like their strongest Pokemon, or is typically that you should be aware of? Yeah, typically it's either their strongest or the one they're closest to. I would assume, trying to do. does she sell them separately? I would assume 
all the ones that your dad breeds come with one. So there's a chance that if they come out of it that your dad made it. It's true too, yeah. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, and there's definitely a correlation between something that Tom Woods breeds and something that would be your strongest Pokemon. Mm -hmm. Is it like the Pokemon Go ball? You take it out at lunch and rub it around you want to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, it might be something that you kind of show off. It's People something that... Yeah, it's something that if you had it, you'd kind of you kind of want to flaunt it. Like, hey, check it out. Look what I have. Okay. So on the like scale of price, would it be like an ultra ball? It's or more like substantially than more than an ultra ball. So if you're a child, you know, chances. If, if you're a child, trainer. If you're a starting trainer, if you have like really rich grandparents, they might get it for you. Okay. But like otherwise, there's not really a chance here. Or, or potentially parents who make or, them. Or if you have parents that make them, might be able to hook it up. We'll see. Might be able to hook it up. Do that. <laughs> that is my family welfare. You got millions. But that's basically like the mining scene. They work directly with the Woods Forge. They use a lot of Don fans in the mining because Don fans are naturally attuned to finding that amber. I like the sound of Woods Forge. Yeah. And there's the, in a similar region, like <coughs> right next door, is the Woods Training Grounds. It's a vast expanse of just training courses, agility, strength, dexterity, all manner of uh, training regiments for the Woods bred Pokemon. So basically, Tom's out there all day, every day, with all manner of Pokemon. A couple assistants helping him out, but he does the bulk of the work. He's out there 8 to 12 hours a day, uh, just running all these Pokemon through their paces. And they don't get a Woods Family Pokeball until he has determined that they are ready. So when, if, say, he's breeding like Ponytas, he'll find the best one out of probably 20 and that's the only one he'll train. So how, how much do these Pokemon go for in terms of sale? It depends which one, who it's for, and what time scale they need it. Gotcha. So this is far different than just catching wild Pokemon yeah, in that this, people have to purchase yeah. these high-level bred, thoroughbred, I guess it would be, Pokemon. Yeah, and there's a little bit of controversy kind of in the media about the Woods family is this ethical uh, churning out 20 to 30 Pokemon to use one of them and leave the other ones behind uh, obviously the money talks <laughs> uh, but the the training grounds are open to all there's no fee involved you can go and take your Pokemon in there run them through their courses see how they do um, Tom does offer a few seminars when he's got time on like how to train your Pokemon. So if you have questions, that is somewhere you can go. Um, he'll help you out, kind of teach you some of the the tips and tricks that he's picked up over his many years. Uh, there's also the Woods Shop, that is where they just sell all of their their various uh, capture systems. Um, any special potions, brews, anything that they've got coming in. 
they do import a little bit of, of extra goods just to sort of supplement what they've got going. Um, they don't make their own normal like Pokeballs or Break Balls or Ultra Balls. Those are all imported because um, basically, if you're going there, you're you're kind of going for the the woods capture system. You don't really care too much. I'm gonna just get the ball. To put it in perspective, a Pokeball is probably about 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. A Great Ball will run you about 40, an Ultra Ball is probably about 200. The Woods Ball is kind of like if you have to ask. You can't, you can't, you can't afford it. it. Wow. It's sort of one of those. Wow. Um, wow. 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 Mortar is in a Woods capture system if you want it to be. Oh, absolutely. Um, they are very luxurious. So that might be why he's okay with being luxury. He actually prefers to be in it. It's just like luxury. He's like, he's got his own island in there. He's chilling. Alright, calm it down. Come on, I can't. I'm watching Inception. 85 inch TV. Not coming out. But that is basically the Woods District. They're a solid third of Amber Crag. It's most of the wealth that comes into the city is either produced by the Woods family or is a byproduct of the tourism of people coming in just to see it, to purchase things, and kind of look around. And for clarity's sake, Damn. that wealth is my parents, not me. So Damn, you're going to ask me to buy you stuff Get up, yo. throughout the campaign. Probably not going to happen. Check us out to the club. <laughs> and then Benny was supposed to drive a secret coin purse. Like, <laughs> like a Green God's bank. I can yeah. Benny's bag. Sort of bag. There's the Reuter Family Mill Corporation building. Um, I say corporation building. It's a very reasonable homestead with uh, Pidgey Coops on the roof for uh, sending and receiving mail. Um, they handle most correspondence across the region, um, and definitely everything in the surrounding area. They have a couple other mail companies that sort of work in tandem because they can't cover the entire region reliably, because you never know where all the mail is going to be at any given time. But there are a number of, not necessarily competitors, they're, they're not working. Yeah, it's it's sort of a thing where everybody needs mail, so you can't really monopolize it. So there's too many areas that are kind of shipping all that mail all the way around. That, and if I remember, our city's kind of in the middle of the region, yeah. so it's like a nice hub. If you're going from one end to the other, it's like a nice yeah. checkpoint on the way, so most mail goes through. It's also a result of you guys are kind of nestled in the middle of a mountain range, so you have to fly over the mountain or through it. Um, so it, it kind of serves as a good stopping point for anybody trying to go over the mountains because any any bird that makes that trek is going to be exhausted, especially if they're bringing mail over. There's uh, something question. Is this family owned? I can yeah. send this your way. Mm -hmm. yeah. Show that off and flaunt it. Um, Amber so Craig is where you guys one. are. I mean, we have uh, a couple other branches. So, follow-up question. Sure. What like should we expect from the first route that we're going to From the first route? I don't not, think we've decided where we're going. Yeah, you yeah. guys haven't decided where you want to go. 
Um, that's kind of where that map can help you out. How many routes are there out from the city? That we um, if I'm remembering correctly from the map, there's four direct routes. <clears throat> but for one, people who are just starting out, here. there's one the through the mountain, which is kind of dangerous. Uh huh. Um, that's where you'll find a lot of wild dawn fan. So it's kind of like a little bit sketchy to head into early on. Okay. Um, if you were to head, I think it's west on the map, you would find mostly grasslands. Uh, a few trails are on there. The river? So, yeah, so you'd be able to kind of follow the river. Um, if you were to go, I think there's two of the routes to take you directly through the Amberite Sierras, which is not necessarily a place that a bunch of kids want to go. Um, it's just, it's all mountains and caves and if you're like if you're <laughs> used to it and you're ready, it's well. Which I'll rephrase. Which one leads to the first gym? Uh, if you were to head <laughs> west, okay, it would take you on a path to the first gym. Correct. Alternatively, you could head southeast. They're about equidistant. Cool. Let's get this thing started. <laughs> Do should we talk about real quick how we? How we all met up? Yeah, so I guess do you start with uh, Milo and Bentley because yours is kind of the simplest. Okay. And well, I was gonna say where let's let's bring in Tegan on like why you're in the city because like, you're all over the world, but now you're here. Um, I came to Ambercrag for Phoebe's um, rehabilitation center. Um, I read about it in a journal from my parents, um, and in the journal it spoke a lot about this general region, so I decided, um, hey, why not go there? Also, I thought your aunt was here or something. We kind of we no, glossed in, over the I, I was in an orphanage. I okay. have an aunt. That's no longer the thing. Um, oh, okay. And that's, the orphanage is in the other land. Okay. But again, Phoebe right. is 16 and owns her own... No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. She just works there. She just works there. And I met her there, so... So these two, these two know each other. Yes. Okay. Um, family and I just—we've grown up here, and we're—I I guess the two most prominent families in the city. Yeah. I don't know if I'm wrong there, but um, so it just naturally we're gonna know each other, like our families know each other, and you know, we've just grown up together. So there's no real reason for us to not be close or be friends or hang out all the time. Um, through, um, I'm trying to phrase this properly, uh, you could be like Phoebe and just, well, I'm going to phrase this properly. They need consent. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, I heard about something in the woods and I went out to investigate and I did find CJ and, uh, and crash. Like I said earlier, they weren't receptive to me being there. Um, but we've become friends, friendly, friendly. Yeah, acquaintances. Yeah, that's a good word. But He's the I, wild boy. I am. Uh, I'm a kid, but I'm. I'm not an idiot. In the fact that like there's a fang in his arm, and that's that needs help. It's, it's like I can't <laughs> like just let that go like he this kid needs help 
and uh, I, I need something. And so having the rehabilitation clinic near, um, I, I went there for help, but I didn't want to, I needed someone that I could trust and not an adult um, because of the situation. And so I got Tia and Phoebe, I got Phoebe. <laughs> Got Phoebe. Oh no, the fourth wall is broken. <laughs> <laughs> I got Phoebe and uh, and brought her out to the woods to look at CJ um, because that's that's gonna get infected for real. And then uh, <laughs> I have blood poisoning. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, nah, I don't. I don't. That's I'm why not, it's hot. Uh, stopping. Okay, yeah, you, you can. <laughs> it's, it's okay now. You're right. You're, this is probably this is probably for the best. Um, so I, I'm bringing, I'm bringing Phoebe out to investigate, um, and I'm, it's, it's up to you. I don't know if you bring him back or if Tegan's like, this sounds like an adventure and just comes with you or what, but I went to get help from you to, to help this wild boy. Either way, CJ needs to make that tooth into a sick necklace (laughs) set of earrings. This used to be <laughs> <in> my <laughs> arm. <laughs> yeah, Nubster's a good mediator. Punk-ass <clears throat> little wild boys. Yeah. I don't know how happy I'm gonna be about fucking four people and their Pokemon coming back when Milo left. Just him. <laughs> be like, what the fuck, dude? Do people there know about you, or no, are you no. just so? That's why. I the only people that know about me are the two dudes that I got stuck I... with. Okay. I and knew, Hilo. yeah, I... There's not, like, rumors. They're like, there's a crazy little boy. He's a ghost. Yeah, I just, I just knew I wanted your help, specifically. Okay. He loves him. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> nah. <laughs> Got a Star Wars thing going on already. <laughs> Older than he is, not their siblings. Yeah. The yeah. I'm referencing uh, the prequel, Anakin <laughs> and Batman. <laughs> the worst ones. Yes. Not gonna argue Fail. 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 Um, and uh, yeah, I, I get okay. Phoebe's help, um, and we we help out CJ uh, against his will, but I, I feel like. I, I, I know that it needed to happen. I was just reluctant to let it happen. Yeah. Um, and then <clears throat> later, or a couple days later, um, family dinner time, it usually starts out pretty typical, but it quickly devolves into my parents discussing worldly events because they get to see a lot of the comings and goings. And um, I... I don't know for sure if what I heard pertains to, but I have a suspicion that what I heard at dinner does pertain to CJ, so I want to go get him out of there. So I, I kind of rally the gang, and under the guise of, of traveling, we're going we're gonna to take him with us. And the way you knew me is what you delivered. Oh, I mean, it's a, it's not that big of a city. Like I knew of you, okay. and when I when I needed medical help, 
you're the one I sought out. Okay. I don't, I didn't necessarily know you that well. I knew of you. I knew you were the right person. Wow, yeah. sweet. So, Hilo is just like, yo, this chick is awesome and she has rehab stuff. Ben wants to go battle gyms. I need to do my thing. I mean, I know Crack or CJ, we can go convince and be like, yo, we're leaving. You want to come? I, and then they're talking and they're like, hey, I feel like we, let's go explore. we talk on the side and you're like, you're ready. Yeah. Um, ben is just, I've grown up with Ben and and I know Ben is a, in, in a mortar are forced to be reckoned with. So having them with us is just, there's an, Zero downside to that. Yeah. Thanks, bud. Oh, what a game. No doubt. True. I can build fire to guys. Swat up. <laughs> I feel like you just smell adventure and you're like, I'm in. Yeah. Care what <laughs> so whatever, whatever, whatever's happening, let's go. I'm going on an adventure. Just like, yeah, I'm ready to leave. I'm making a slingshot. I feel like uh, this is me playing me and take it or not, but I feel like you just have this fake obligation where you're just like I have to take care of this, these stupid kids now yeah. and like you can't let us go on our own because like they're going to die yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have so a choice. I'm, I'm kind of babysitting but reluctantly yeah. 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 I'll let your bitch asses get in trouble <laughs> <laughs> I won't I won't, I won't let you die but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sort of Sweet. like the Brock but less lusty <laughs> 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 and with that, <laughs> fantastic! Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> Less lusty, rock. Perfect. All right, you guys have any other questions? Any other pressing concerns? Uh, for me, like, yeah. since I don't really know about Pokemon, is there any way that maybe you could uh, give me more visuals, just because so absolutely no? Yeah. <laughs> Yes. What you're talking about? I'll so have, you've mentioned a couple screen. Pokemon. I'm like, I don't know. I will have myself. a screen okay. that I can kind of pull them up for you. Um, also, as a brief aside, I mean, we don't have the tops yet to like take notes, but feel free to bring notepads to write things yeah. down and or a tablet if you want to look stuff up. Yeah. Are we doing like character traits now? Like rolling for how did we, we already did that yeah we already oh. did that yeah you guys did that your guy is like super good on board and like understanding training and shit did we do this no. yeah when did we do this in november fampy hook it up so this is i want a team of four this is the don fan i've been talking about it's a big elephant guy kind of rolls into a ball ignore that thing i don't know what that is do you want to stop everything through are you done for now yeah, we can do that. Do you want to? Well, do you want to wrap it up then, and then we'll stop all the videos and stuff. Sure. All right. Well, that's gonna that's gonna bring our session zero to a close. I feel like we we made some good headway today. I'm excited to get started. I know you guys are too. We are pumped very much. Um, so come along with us as we start our journey next time with session one. Session one. Let's go. Whoop. Whoop. Bye.